the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. For the second year in a row, President Biden is skipping an interview on Super Bowl Sunday. In recent years, American presidents have been interviewed by the TV network broadcasting the big game. The pregame interview provides a large audience, and it has become a tradition. But President Biden declined an interview with CBS News this weekend. He skipped last year, too, opting not to sit with Fox News. Joe Biden is not the first president to say no to a Super Bowl interview. In 2018, Donald Trump decided against an interview with NBC News. Greg Clugston, Washington. The White House says President Biden has told Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that he should not go ahead with a military operation in the densely populated Gaza border town of Rafah in coming days without a credible plan to protect civilians. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Former President Donald Trump is indicted yet again. Senator Tom Cotton. I think it's another politicized prosecution that's more befitting of a third world banana republic than our great country. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Stay tuned. Coming up this hour is the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson in moments. But first, a quick look at your Sunday forecast from the AM 1280 Patriot Studios. Today's high around 40 degrees, while tonight's low reaches around 26 with some clear skies for the overnight. And for tomorrow, your Monday, mostly sunny, high nearing 40 degrees. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Stay tuned. In just in moments, you'll be able to hear Brad Carlson with a closing edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And, uh, yeah, as always, we start off the first hour with uh, Huey Lewis in the News, hip to be square. Huey Lewis in the News, uh, big-time San Francisco 49ers fan. Backup vocals being provided by some members of the San Francisco 49ers. I think uh, Joe Montana, uh, Ronnie Lott, I think Dwight Clark. Uh, they were all, fun fact, they were providing backup vocals on that very song. And, of course, I, I, I uh, invoke the 49ers name because, well, the 49ers are playing in the Super Bowl today against uh, um, the team Taylor Swift is rooting for. Now. Oh, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, – uh, but in all seriousness, I am a 49ers fan, and it's no, it's not because I'm anti-Taylor Swift. I have zero issue with Taylor Swift before any of you come at me, say, well, what do you, what's with this misogynistic crap? You don't like the Chiefs because Taylor Swift roots. No, it's nothing like that. Uh, I have rooted, this is the 49ers' eighth appearance in the Super Bowl, and I have rooted for them every single time, going all the way back 
42 years ago? Yeah, 42 years ago when they were in Super Bowl 16, 1981. I still have the Super Bowl program from Super Bowl 16 when the 49ers were playing the Cincinnati Bengals. True story. I do. So I have no idea where it is, but I've still got it somewhere. So, yeah, I am rooting for the uh, for the San Francisco 49ers to win. Uh, my dad has lived in the San Francisco Bay Area, an hour north of San Francisco, for the last 40-plus years. So the 49ers is his team. So he kind of uh, instilled in me a love of the 49ers. Now, the Vikings are always my first love, always have been, always will be. But when inevitably they don't get to the Super Bowl, which they haven't since I was age seven and a half, and to tell you how long ago that was, I'm going to be 55 this May. Uh, <laughs> I root, uh, I'll, I'll root for the 49ers. So there you have it. Uh, so enjoy the game today, folks. And by the way, uh, I, I had to do a look back. This is the first time in six years I have broadcast on Super Bowl Sunday. The routine has kind of always been Mitch and I would do the Holes for Heroes broadcast on the frozen lake of Medicine Lake in Plymouth every Saturday before the Super Bowl. And we've been doing that for 12, 13 years running, however long it's been. Well, this year there was no uh, broadcast out on the frozen ice because or frozen water or frozen lake because, well, there was no frozen lake. Yeah, we've had unseasonably warm temperatures. So I didn't broadcast with Mitch yesterday, and I'm going to be on vacation next week. So I figure, you know what? I don't want to miss two Sundays in a row. I will broadcast on Super Bowl Sunday. So here I am, long story short. So I am going to uh, probably spend the lion's share of the first hour talking about probably the, the, the biggest national news story to occur last week within the, uh, obviously, national politics. And that, of course, the decision uh, for special counsel Robert Hur to not recommend criminal charges against President Joe Biden for mishandling classified documents. Uh, this is from a foxnews.com write-up. According to Hur's report, after a months-long investigation into the president's alleged improper retention of classified records, he will not recommend criminal charges against the president. Her has been investigating Biden's improper retention of classified records since last year. Those records included classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan, among other records related to national security and foreign policy, which Her said implicated sensitive intelligence sources and methods. We conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter, the report states. We would reach the same conclusion even if the Department of Justice policy did not foreclose criminal charges against a sitting president. The special counsel also described Biden as a, quote, sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. So when this announcement first came out, the headline wrote, and again, if you just looked at the headline, the headline said, uh, special prosecutor to not recommend criminal charges against Joe Biden for his mishandling of classified information, classified documents. In fact, they, some, some headlines didn't even talk about mishandling classified documents. They, you know, they're really burying the lead. They say, you know, or they'll just say, uh, Special Counsel Robert Hur will not recommend criminal charges against President Biden in classified uh, documents uh, case. They don't even talk. They don't even use the word mishandling. And of course, because in today's political culture, political discourse, people are just focused on little sound clips or or snippets or, in the case of Twitter, two hundred and eighty characters. And as a result, you had a lot of progs jumping around like poo-flinging monkeys, saying, well, there you go. Uh, they, these conservatives, you know, they're, they're, they're classic projection. Their guy Trump, serious mishandling of classified documents, and they tried to project that onto to President Biden. Well, looky here, even a Trump-appointed special prosecutor, you know, because uh, uh, Robert Hur was put into his, his position during the Trump administration, even this Trump-appointed legal person wouldn't even recommend criminal charges. Against Joe Biden. Well, when people actually took the time to read the story, dig into the information, you will ascertain why they chose not to, or special counsel chose not to recommend criminal charges. 
And it's for the reason that I just stated, that I read in the story. Special Counsel Herr called President Biden a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Now, if Joe Biden were a civilian, you just shrug your shoulders, say, okay, that makes perfect sense. He's in the twilight of his life, 82 years old or almost 82 years old. Really no sense in, you know, uh, spiking the football in the guy in, in the poor guy's face, that sort of thing, doing an end zone happy. No, no reason for that. Yeah, let's just let him move on with his life. There, there's just one little minor flaw in that logic. This is the sitting president of the United States. So when a public official comes out and makes a very obvious claim that anybody that has, oh, I don't know, a head attached to the top of their neck would be able to ascertain that, yeah, Joe Biden's not all with it, and he hasn't been. I mean, this was an issue going back to the 2020 campaign. There were people openly questioning whether Joe Biden had the physical or mental acuity to move forward with a campaign grind. And forget the campaign grind, a a four-year term as president. And that's why for the Biden team, Team Biden, his campaign team in 2020, the pandemic, I'm not saying they rooted for pandemic. Certainly they weren't rooting for a pandemic. I'm not here to suggest that. But they looked at it as fortuitous because guess what? Well, you know what? He, he is older. There's no denying that. We don't deny that. And so therefore, we don't feel it's prudent to have him out on the campaign trail because the virus is dangerous, especially to someone you know, his advanced age is Joe Biden. They were at least willing to acknowledge that, but it's like, oh, no, he's for a man his age. Look at him. He's in tip top physical condition. He's as sharp as ever. And and it's all good. And, and they could have a controlled environment where he was in his basement and he could do Zoom meetings. And even do, even that he still was prone to the occasional gaffe like it was via a video uh, video interview with the Breakfast Club, you know, that radio show hosted by Charlemagne the God, where he basically came out and said, listen, if you aren't if you aren't going to any I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, if if you aren't voting for if you're black, if you're an African-American and you're not voting Democrat, you ain't black. OK, so he still would have those verbal full, full pause because, well, that's who Joe Biden is. That is the essence of Joe Biden has been since he first was appointed uh, uh, or was elected a U.S. senator back in 1972. So that's nothing new. Well, now. All of a sudden. Those who were who just read the headline and say, well, look at this, Robert Hur, he's not going to recommend criminal charges, and this is a Trump-appointed law official. Well, even he thought that was too far gone. But then when they actually dig into it, then all of a sudden they bring up the fact he's a Trump-appointed official in a derogatory way. Well, what do you expect? This guy was appointed by Trump. Of course he was going to say these kind of things. This this was just unnecessary. This This is... Dare I say it? Election interference? He's trying to undermine Joe Biden's campaign for re-election here. But it doesn't change the fact that it's been very clear since day one, Joe Biden is not all there. He rarely, he never holds campaign press conferences before 10 o'clock, or, or, or he rarely does. In fact, I, I forget what the situation was, but uh, his former press secretary, Little Red Lying Hood, uh, Jen Psaki, she was on some MSNBC morning show, and Joe Biden held a morning press conference. It was like 9, 10 o'clock Eastern time, something along those lines. Don't forget. I don't recall exactly the specific time, but she said, but she basically kind of said the quiet part out loud. She said, you know this is a serious issue when the president holds a press conference before 10 a.m. to address the nation. And again, I don't remember what the situation he was addressing. doesn't matter. But the point is, she even gave a tacit admission. That the guy doesn't do stuff hardly before noon. And there are rarely any public pressers held after, say, 6, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Well, in response to this special counsel report calling Joe Biden a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory... Uh, the president himself decided to come out 
and hit back at this report. Yeah, he held a press conference. I think it was about 7.30, 7.45 Eastern time, okay? He's probably in his night clothes and getting ready for bed at about that point normally. And yet he was out doing a press conference. So with all of that background I just gave you, this press conference that he decided to do Thursday, kind of an immediate reaction to this report being released, um, it went about as well as you could expect. Yeah, I'll have some uh, I'll have some fun sound clips uh, from that particular presser, and we're available to take your phone calls as well six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show, or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment in mere moments. Go nowhere. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. The institutions use the markets to create income and get better returns for their investors. They are consistent year after year using tools that most people know nothing about. Learn the skills to invest and trade with the institutions at a free investing class in our local Twin City Center or virtually at 952-814-4410. Discover the tools the institutions use daily at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. The new FedNow system is paving the way for the digital dollar. It grants the government unprecedented access to your financial transactions. This isn't just an invasion of privacy. It's a direct assault on your liberty and hard-earned money. It's another reason why I recommend physical gold IRAs from the Birch Gold Group. I'm Lance Wallnow. I'm a news analyst and a podcaster with nearly 25 million downloads to people just like you who cherish their financial independence. A precious metals IRA can help you avoid the scrutiny of Big Brother while also preserving your retirement savings through almost anything, including economic crashes, political instability, and even hyperinflation. To find out more, get your free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and see how a gold IRA can help you. Text FAITH to 989898. Remember, there's no strings attached. Text FAITH to the number 989898 right now. And I pray you're blessed with continued prosperity. This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. This is where for an hour each month, PragerTopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. Your smartphone is now your smart radio. There are no limitations on where you can find us. We're always on. It's liberty and truth through your smart speaker. Just say, play Freedom Radio, Minneapolis. Hey, welcome back. I'm Twombly to the Patriot. This is LA. Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And again, we have the live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where our good friend from Texas, Wild Wilson, uh, checks in normally every week. Wild, good to see you out here. Thanks uh, for tuning in. And thank you all for checking us out. Yeah, I am live 
on a Super Bowl Sunday. For uh, those of you who have been with me for most of my 12 years, if not all my 12 and a half years uh, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, you know that I r- rarely, if ever, broadcast on a Super Bowl Sunday. In fact, the last time I did was six years ago. It was, well, when the Super Bowl was here, the Patriots-Eagles Super Bowl, when it was at U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, I broadcast on that Sunday. And so... I decided to do so today because, like I say, I'm on vacation next week. We'll have a special guest host in my stead next Sunday. Who will it be? Well, you're just going to have to tune in and find out. Spencer was waiting with bated breath behind the glass uh, on who I was going to announce as a special guest. You know, Spencer, my board op, and uh, he doesn't even know. So you'll just have to tune in and find out. Uh, Continuing with uh, this last week's big news story about the uh, special counsel Robert Herr not recommending criminal charges against Joe Biden in his mishandling of classified documents. And he basically said that um, he's not going to do it for the simple reason. Well, he's a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. So, uh, again, that may let Biden off the hook legally. But politically, that is an absolute disaster for Democrats because they tried to gaslight you in letting you know that, hey, behind the scenes, he's as tough as nails. I mean, he talks to his young aides and his staff, and he's constantly quizzing them about world events and whatnot, and he'll do that all night, and he it just shows how sharp he is. Well, great. Um, where is it? Why is that never on display when he, on the rare occasions, he grants interviews? So... Uh, We do have some sound clips, so Spencer, we have those ready. So we've got, uh, as I mentioned, for some reason, Joe Biden's uh, handlers, I don't know who his handlers are, but there is no way any of them could have felt good about Joe Biden going out at 7.30, 7.45 p.m. Eastern to give a press conference to angrily reply to the special counsel's report. Basically, the best thing would have done is for the old guy to sleep on it, come back in the morning and, you know, maybe have an 11, 1130 uh, presser and then call a lid for the rest of the day. I don't know. Uh, But I'm going to talk about that in a little bit because I'm just absolutely floored because I'm sure this was his idea. There's no way his handlers say, Mr. Biden, Mr. President, you have got to get out there and respond to these to this absolute farce of a special counsel report accusing you of being a, a having a poor memory and saying that you're basically drooling on yourself and that's why you're not going to be uh, uh, criminally charged. You, you've got to get out there and, and respond to these uh, absurd charges, Mr. President. There is no way on God's green earth any of Team Biden said anything close to that. You So this was totally his idea. And if this was the president's idea, how in God's green earth could his staffers let him go out and do this? How could they not at least try to stop him? Did they try to stop him? This is the, I don't know. I'm wondering about this. Has anybody asked these questions? Well, we'll get to that in a little bit, like I said, but uh, we'll start off with uh, cut number one. Uh, this is basically uh, the president coming out and, uh, let's see, I just lost. I hate when that refreshes. Yeah, cut number one. Uh, this is basically the president coming out and addressing the charges that, yeah, he mishandled classified information. So the special counsel conceded, yeah, he mishandled classified information, but we're not going to criminally charge him. Uh, the president had some qualms with that. This is cut number one. I'll be president of the United States and finish the job I started. Do you believe that? Why are you confusing the names of world leaders? I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. What the re- okay. Yeah, and and uh, a reporter was saying the special counsel said you did share classified information. And he denied, not only did he deny doing that, he denied that that was in the report. Well, according to uh, page three of the special counsel's report, uh He identified classified information published in a book, Promise Me, Dad. But he Biden shared information, including some classified information from those notebooks with his ghostwriter. FBI agents recovered the notebooks from his office, President Biden's office, then, you know, retired vice president. And these documents were marked classified documents about Afghanistan. 
These documents were dated the fall of 2009, and they had classification markings up to the top secret, sensitive, uh, compartmented information level. They were found in a box in Mr. Biden's Delaware garage. Okay? So not only did he mishandle this classified information, again, there was a famous uh, uh, shot last year, I think even CNN, Jake Tapper's show, Jake Tapper and CNN, there was a video clip, a a separate clip of Joe Biden driving his Corvette out of his Delaware garage, and you could see boxes against the wall. And Jake Tapper, CNN, says, you know what? Uh, I get it. This is the president's home. But, uh, and while he's there, obviously there's Secret Service there. But that does not look very secure. Suppose he wasn't home. There, there, there it is right there in the garage for anybody who may be visiting the president's Delaware home under the authorization, of course, of the president that, that could have access to that stuff. And then he sh- and then he shared that with his ghostwriter. So, yeah, he actually did share classified information. So, again, this is where the this is where the Biden apologists are really in a quandary here. Because they firmly believe that Donald Trump should be charged for classified documents he had basically stored by the crapper down at Mar-a-Lago. And I've said on this show many a times, I can't defend Trump on that. I won't defend Trump on that. That was absolutely egregious. There was even audio of Trump bragging how he had classified information and was not authorized to have that and didn't declassify it. Okay? So Trump kind of hung himself. So if you believe that Trump should be criminally charged, then you should also believe Biden should be criminally charged. But he's not going to be because he's not competent enough to stand trial and defend himself. So the progressives are are really in a quandary here. It's like they either have to acknowledge that Trump is competent enough to stand trial and face criminal charges, unlike the guy they're supporting, or that, hey, Biden's mental acuity is fine. What Great, then why can't he stand, stand trial here for this? So the, the left is clearly in a no-win situation. So uh, when, the Biden, when uh, the president came out and talked about, uh, well, he was going to address the special counsel's report. But one of the things he got to talking about, he was talking about other issues, particularly, obviously, the war in the Middle East, the Israeli a Hamas war. And he's talking about how Israel's uh, offensive, you know, going after Hamas was basically disproportional to what happened to them. And he talked about, uh, and he referred to Mexican President El Sisi. Well, it turns out he was talking about the Palestinian president. So he was mixing up world leaders. So, uh, Spencer, if we have time for cut number two, we got about a couple of minutes left. Uh, let's see. So Fox News Channel's Peter Ducey, he's always uh, he's kind of the go-to guy to ask the tough questions that a lot of other reporters are uh, hesitant to ask. So when Biden's mixing up world leaders, was accused by the special counsel of having a poor memory, uh, Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey steps up to the mic to ask his questions. This is cut number two. Something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his okay. recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's 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 my memory has gotten worse, Mr. President. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. So, Bear, you know, obviously you you saw you heard the uncomfortable laughter. You know, my memory's so bad, I let you speak. You know, taking a shot at Peter Ducey, and there's kind of you know, nervous laughter because this is a pretty serious situation. He was just mixing up world leaders. He basically said that the president of Palestine, El Sisi, was the president of Mexico. Okay? 
and that he was just talking to deceased French President Francois Mitterrand. So, yeah, uh, there there's some issues there. But he can be dismissive of it and move forward. But the fact of the matter is, this isn't a gaffe that people will just forget about, okay? This is something that's going to continue to show itself unless they want to hide him in the basement again, which they may try to do, which is why they keep trying to gin up these uh, new COVID variants or overhype them. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. It's me, Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. I'm having a really hard time lately, and I'm worried no one will understand what I'm going through. I feel so alone. I wish there was somebody I could talk to. If you're looking for support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you, with connections to others who have also struggled with their mental health and can provide support and resources. Services are anonymous, confidential, free of charge, and open seven days a week. Connect today at mentalhealthmn.org or call 855-HERE-FOR-MN today. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1309. 800-430-1309. 800-430-1309. That's 800-430-1309. Are you tired of being told to hang in there on the Wall Street roller coaster because the market always comes back? Meanwhile, fees continue to be deducted from your account while your retirement withers away. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In the film, you'll see how Wall Street's traditional retirement plans and 401ks have failed Americans. But more importantly, you'll discover the solution to protecting your hard-earned wealth and retiring successfully. You'll see how to grow money potentially double digits, beat inflation with increasing income, and when the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. So if you're over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call to talk to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 800-578-3535. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. Plus, I'll even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. So don't delay. Call right now. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. 800-578-3535. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N A R N Show. And don't forget the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Give us a like or follow there if you haven't done so already. And follow along on our live stream of our broadcast. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. So apparently uh, this uh, what we saw this past Thursday with Joe Biden giving a press conference at about 7.30, 7.45 p.m. Eastern when he's basically wa- have, has wound down for two, three hours and is done for the evening. Uh, it went about as bad as you could possibly expect. And there's no amount of spin that could that can be put on this. Uh, our good friend, uh, friend of the broadcast, uh, former Senator, Minnesota State Senator Dave Osmick, uh, talked about uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, who was on, I guess, Meet the Press this morning. 
and carrying the water for his boss, uh, President Biden, which should come as no surprise. But it gets to the point where uh, the public's going to be insulted that you think they're so stupid. They can see with their own two eyes and hear with their own two ears what is going on with this man. Okay, and the fact that you condescend to them and dismiss their concerns, ah, the president's fine. Well, that's not going to make their concerns go away. It's, It's just not. And to tell you how bad it is, Paul Begala, you know, he and uh, James Carville, they're kind of a duo on CNN. They they go back to the Clinton years. They were called the Clintonistas back in the day. Uh, Paul Begala, who regularly appears on CNN, uh, so, uh, Tim Hanrahan was watching CNN, so we don't have to. He's a um, Wall Street Journal writer. Said that Paul Begala was on CNN saying, look, I'm a Biden supporter, and I slept like a baby last night. I woke up every two hours and wet the bed. (laughs) So uh, this is terrible for Democrats, and anybody with a functioning brain knows that. All right, I mean, the strategists whose job it is to not spin and not put the proverbial lipstick on a pig to come out and say, hey, look, we're in danger of losing this reelection campaign if we don't make these course corrections. Okay, they're the ones that are going to have to come out and be realistic and say, look, this is what has to happen. All right, he's got a 30, Joe Biden's got a 38% approval rating. All right, even Trump at the height of Russiagate and him be, people thinking he was a Russian asset, all right, wasn't that low. Okay? And this, and this, is, in, and this is in spite of a media carrying water for Biden. Okay? And yet he's still at a 38% approval rating. What, should the, what does that tell you? That should tell you that people can think for themselves and say, yeah, um... What the media is saying and what the press secretary is saying, we can't quite square that circle here. It's just it's just not working. So this wasn't just Peter Ducey asking the question about the president's memory and his mental acuity. And will he be able to go forward? Uh, Spencer, we have a cut number three ready. So there were other members at this press conference Thursday evening that we're going after Biden in reaction to the special counsel saying he has a poor memory. Cut number three. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Why, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. Okay, well, you, you, can, you can have qualms whether, you, whether or not he's the most qualified, and very clearly uh, it's been proven that he's not, okay, because he doesn't run things. It's pretty clear that he doesn't run things. You know, I talked about Israel earlier. You know, he invoked the the Israeli-Hamas conflict earlier in that press conference. And when the attacks, the terror attacks against Israel, and by the way, there are still Americans being held hostage and Israelis being held hostage by Hamas. When that first happened on October 7th, 2023, the president actually came out and gave a very responsible statement, basically saying Israel has a right to exist. And what happened to them was a travesty. Should not have happened. It's despicable. I mean, it, it shouldn't. This should not be applauded. This should be something that is very commonsensical, and people should say, "Well, yeah, of course, this is this is the uh, this is obvious." But it was applauded because it's so unlike the administration he serves in. I mean, the president himself may have these viewpoints, but his team that surrounds him are hardcore progressives. And you know they don't support Israel. So guess guess what you've noticed, if you've been paying attention, that is. Over the next few months, all of a sudden, he's been taking a lot harsher tone with Israel's offensive. And why is that? Because he's been because the people in his administration, particularly the, the Gen Z staffers, have been running roughshod over him. So this idea that he's somehow most qualified, he can't even tame his own administration. He can't even hold them off when he has a thought of his own. So to say I'd have qualms with him being the most qualified going forward, 
uh, yeah, I, I, uh, that's, that's putting it quite mildly. So, uh, Scott Jennings, he was a former, I believe is formerly served under uh, Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell, back when Mitch McConnell was majority leader of the U S Senate. Scott Jennings, kind of the uh, regular Republican voice that appears on CNN panels. Uh, he gave kind of a, uh, pretty damning assertion of that disastrous presser that uh, Joe Biden held. This is uh, cut number four, Scott Jennings appearing on CNN. It would have been better off for Joe Biden to have been indicted today than what this report turned out. The You're way politically. The, yes. The number one thing, hmm. the number one anvil on the head of this campaign is the American people do not believe he has the mental acuity to serve as president today or for four more years. An independent third party comes along and says he can't remember when he was vice president. He can't remember when his own son passed away. And I can't take this man in front of a jury because he'd be too sympathetic because he's too old and forgetful. And the jury would find that to be sympathetic. Hmm. This was politically devastating. An indictment would have been far better. So there you have it. Scott Jennings kind of laying it out exactly how it is. And he's exactly right. Because, again, for as much water carrying as as the media has done, they couldn't defend this. You even had members of the White House press corps asking him, saying, hey, look, Mr. Biden, the the American Pete, you said last December, watch me. Basically, watch me work. Well, the people have watched you and 38 percent approval rating. And he basically hit back. Well, you you can't say that was certain. Yeah, I can. You got a 38 percent approval rating. People are watching and they're not liking what they're seeing. What else could they base that on? If, if if you're as doing as good a job as you say you are, then why do you have a 38% approval rating? What else could it be? And this is this is just absolutely in all seriousness and this is just ap- this is cruel at this point. Putting this man out front when he's clearly not cut out for this. And again, I've said it week after week after week on this broadcast that if leftists firmly believe that Donald Trump is this grand threat to our republic, then why are you continuing to prop up this current president to oppose him in the general election when polls are showing that Donald Trump has a realistic chance to win in November? I'm asking a serious question here. No one's been able to answer that adequately. If Donald Trump is this grand threat to our republic, then wouldn't it behoove you to put up a candidate on the Democrat side that could actually defeat him? I mean, it's just amazing how this race is shaping up. Joe Biden is one of the few, if maybe the only Democrats, that Donald Trump can defeat in this general election. And by contrast, despite this disastrous week, Joe Biden doesn't have zero chance to win in November if he can somehow stay upright until then. I mean, even if Joe Biden's public access was completely cut off and didn't do any press conferences, didn't do any interviews, didn't make any public statements, did another basement campaign where he just made statements via Zoom, he would still have a chance to win in November if Donald Trump is a Republican candidate. This is unbelievable how we are at this point. In this race. Because polls are showing, even though DeSantis is out of the race, he would be doing better head to head against Biden. Nikki Haley, who technically is still in the race. There was a poll the other day where she's like double digits ahead of Biden, where Trump is slightly ahead of him. And again, Donald Trump is a type who has no political acumen, can't stand prosperity, was saying some pretty denigrating things about Nikki Haley's uh, military husband yesterday. All of a sudden, Donald Trump, this big fan of the military, uh, was kind of betraying himself a little bit. So it's it's stupefying how we're at this point. And again, if there was any kind of credible third-party candidate that could step up, we might have something here. But when Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is your most high-profile third-party candidate, eh, that ain't going to cut it except to maybe peel votes away from one of the other two candidates. Okay. So it's unbelievable how we are at this point. But, again, I go back to my 
original thought here that if Joe Biden was just a civilian and was continued to be propped up like this by close family members and acquaintances, it would be considered cruel and unusual. The way the press ate him alive and his responses would basically snap back like, you know, Abe Simpson yelling at a cloud. Okay. It's despicable. I'm being serious. I, I, I take no pleasure in this. I take no joy in this. But we've got to talk about it because this is the leader of the free world. And this is and this is where we are. This is what we're up against. And I mean, I'm just speaking for me here. I don't see any real good choices to vote for for president. Again, I'm speaking for myself here. Okay? You all know how I feel. I've seen you. I've seen your angry emails, especially from the Trump supporters. I get it, but but that's where I'm at. I, I I was talking about this the other day. I would just like for once, just once, to have that feeling again that I had that I've had previous election cycles. To be enthusiastic about going to the ballot box and casting my vote, instead of not only just holding my nose, but maybe even putting on a hazmat suit. That's kind of where I. That's where I was in 2016. So. Uh, We'll wrap up this uh, uh, discussion about uh, the president's disastrous performance this past week. And take your phone calls if you are so inclined, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Again, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older. But it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her Relief Factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back, pain lost that pain thanks to relief factor if you're living with aches and pain see how relief factor a daily drug-free supplement could help you feel and live better every day get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF it all comes with the feel better or your money back guarantee that number 1-800 the number four relief relieffactor.com I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio in vehicles for the next generation. 
Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Still have uh, an opportunity to call in if you so desire, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And uh, don't forget the live stream of the broadcast is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. And as always, we uh, thank you for tuning in. You know, you think about uh, when you have an elderly relative, you know, an elderly parent, and it's very clear that there's some decline there. I mean, physical decline, it happens. You know, I mean, I I had a grandmother uh, to her dying day. She passed away at age 94 to her dying day. Her memory was as sound as ever still. And she was one of 15 kids. Okay, so she had scores of nieces and nephews and uh, grandnieces, grandnephews, whatever. In-laws to to keep track of. And she could she would talk about all of them till literally a month or two before she died. I remember having a conversation about them. So the physical, but she, you know, was basically confined to a wheelchair because she just couldn't walk around anymore. But mentally, she was still there. Well, the physical aspect you you can deal with. You can help them through that, you know. But when there's mental decline, there's some tough decisions you have to make because you're concerned that they may wander off. I mean, I've heard nightmare stories about uh, relatives who, you know, would have say, Alzheimer's or dementia real bad and just would wander away from their home, you know, where they were living, you know, because they didn't want to have to make the tough decision of put them into assisted living. And so, therefore, they would try to do their best to keep them at home while you just turn your back for five milliseconds and all of a sudden they're walking out in the middle of the street. I've heard nightmares stories about this. So my point in bringing this up is, Who's going to basically, you know, Jim Garrity wrote about this in National Review, kind of framed it as, who's going to take, uh, who's going to take the keys away from this man? Because that was a difficult discussion I had to have with my mother. You know, my mother about five years ago when she was in her late 70s, you know, just physically wasn't able to drive anymore. And her vision had been going for a long, long time and wasn't up for it. And we had to have a difficult conversation about, you know, her not driving anymore. And thankfully... She met us halfway, and she realized, yeah, you know, I, there, I am having some issues. So it wasn't as difficult as it could have been. But you hear the way Joe Biden lashes out at reporters who are asking legitimate questions about things Americans are legitimately concerned about. So how is anybody behind the scenes going to go forth and say, Mr. President, God love you. We appreciate your service to this country. The 30 plus, 35 years or so you served in the U.S. Senate— Eight years as vice president. Now coming up, uh, you know, you've been in the as pre- commander in chief for a little over three years. But the polls are what they are. We can deny reality all we want, but the fact, but the fact of the matter is, despite the great things you've accomplished, and again, this is not me saying this. This is his handler saying this. Despite the things you've accomplished, the Americans just aren't buying it. And Donald Trump is too great a threat to this republic to risk having him reelect or. Uh, elected again so if there's any way you could step aside and we could put forth a more palatable candidate that that would be helpful and who's going to have that discussion who has his ear well obviously his wife dr jill biden and apparently she was absolutely horrified that he was allowed to go out and conduct that press conference and these are the questions i was asking you know dr biden was asking, you know, how how was my husband allowed to go out there? How was that allowed to go on too long? You know? I mean, this was, I mean, this is absolutely insane. So if anybody has his ear, it would be his wife, where she can just lay it out and say, look, there, there's just no way. Now, I have a feeling they have planned after the Republican convention when Donald Trump becomes the official nominee, I, I have a sense that they're going to find a way to replace Joe Biden as the candidate to put up a Democrat that can actually defeat Trump, because Trump actually trails generic Democrat in the presidential race. 
And I've been predicting all along that we will not have a Trump-Biden matchup in 2024. How, how, whether Trump gets convicted of a crime or the Biden team finally acknowledges reality and just can't run him, he's just not up to it, or both. But I predicted these are not going to be the two candidates due to these ancillary issues. So, again, the way I see it, only... The president's wife, and I don't know how close of a relationship he has with his daughter, Ashley. I mean, Hunter, he's not anybody that can talk with credibility on anything. You know, the president's son. But what about his daughter, Ashley? I mean, can they take him aside and say this This just, it's not going to work? Facts are what they are. You know, who can have that discussion with him? Who can take his ear? And, and it's reminiscent of a 1996 Time magazine cover when Bob Dole, who was a Republican nominee for president, opposing President Bill Clinton when Bill Clinton was running for re-election, the question on there was, is Bob Bob Dole too old for the job? It was a legitimate, serious question back then. Bob Dole was nine years younger than the current president is now. Think about that. Bob Dole was 72 years old in 1996. And yet we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden is is able to press on. I'm sorry, the the spin is over. No amount of spin is going to cover up what we saw on Thursday. And short of keeping him from making any public statements, any public appearances anymore, which when you're running for president and are the president of the United States really isn't feasible, uh, this isn't going to go away. So there, ha- hopefully there's, for the Democrats' sake, there's been some uncomfortable conversations and discussions because, again, I've said it repeatedly and I'm going to continue to say it until something comes to a head. If you really believe Trump is this grand threat to our republic, then keeping Joe Biden upright is even a greater threat because you're advancing Trump that much closer to the White House. So that's on you. Folks, hour number one is in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. We're halfway through, or as Mitch Berg says, the fun is only just beginning. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much. But it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. 
and de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue. Don't resist. Don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.